Hey, hey guys, welcome back to Investment Fund Secrets. Today, we're going to talk about the differences between a REIT, a real estate investment trust, and a real estate fund. I've spent the last three years learning from some of the most ingenious fund managers around, and now I've decided to take the plunge and start my own fund. The real question is, how will I do it? With no investors and without an Ivy League degree, this podcast is going to give you the answer. Join me and follow along as I share mine and other stories as we start and build multi-million dollar investment funds. I'm Bridger Pennington, and this is Investment Fund Secrets. Hey, people, welcome back to Investment Fund Secrets. I'm Bridger Pennington. So today we're going to talk about a REIT versus a fund. And this has actually been online, if you Google this, is actually a very controversial topic. A lot of a lot of blog posts, a lot of people are talking about a lot of YouTube videos. It's kind of a fun topic. So I um, did a lot of research on this recently because people have asked me this question, what's better, a REIT or a fund? And obviously I'm I'm kind of more of a pro fund person. I, I This podcast is Investment Fund Secrets. Um, but I'm going to walk you through, I want to have a pretty um, objective view on a REIT versus a fund and try to give you guys the pros and cons. So originally though, in the beginning of my career, I don't talk about this a lot, but I actually started out working at a private equity fund. It was a real estate private equity fund. Um, that's what kind of my entrance into, into private equity. And I worked there. We were, I was, you know, the entry level, just the newest guy there on the floor. And our group, we had about 40 people in our sector and we managed just over a billion dollars at corporate, a billion dollars of multifamily property. And we were primarily looking at uh, C and B class apartments that we would buy uh, and our fund would put money into them, renovate them and essentially flip them like a house flip on TLC. Like we were essentially just doing that for huge properties. It was really cool. So we'd have about 40 guys at corporate and then we had uh, at the properties, I don't know, we had hundreds and hundreds of people that actually were at the properties working there and helping run the day to day. So I was at the corporate office, obviously, and we were helping do the deal, structure deals, buy, sell, hold, asset management, the whole the whole deal. It's really fun part of my career. Um, loved it. And one of the best things I did. So while I was there, though, people started asking me, I, I would tell them what I did. And they go, oh, it sounds like you work at a REIT. And I was like, no, I'm pretty sure I work at a fund. Like, no, 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 you do real estate, right? And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, no, dude, that's a REIT. And I was like, I don't think so. Like, I think it's a fund and I don't really know the differences. So I started to look this up and, um, anyways, now I want to talk about that today's episode because I've been asked a few questions on this and I want to get you posted. So I'm going to walk you through pros and cons of each and we'll kind of bounce back and forth. Hopefully uh, it's not too jumbled, but I've got some notes here. So first off, we're going to start with a REIT. I primarily talk about funds on this show, but I want to talk about a REIT right now and give you kind of the differences and you'll be able to, to decipher, decipher, dissect, there we go, dissect the differences, uh, decipher the differences of a REIT versus a fund. So first off, REITs, they when they file with the SEC, file with the government, they have a few rules. And one of them is they have to distribute 90% of all of their income. So a REIT is a real estate investment trust. They are obviously real estate, but there is it's a trust you're buying into. And that trust goes out and buys dozens or hundreds or even thousands of different properties or pieces of properties. And you get to participate in that almost like an ETF, right? You're buying into a real estate ETF and some REITs are labeled a real estate ETF. Um, sometimes you're buying into mortgage pools with a REIT, just depends on the exact REIT. But to by definition, as a REIT with their laws, they have to distribute 90% of income. So a lot of the properties they buy are income producing properties. They get rent or leases they have to distribute 90% of that, which is good for you as the investor. 90% of their income has to be distributed to you. 
Further though, the pro, the the cons with a REIT is it gets taxed. They they give you out as dividends on your essentially you're buying a stock in a REIT that is taxed at ordinary income, which kind of sucks. Um, and some states you're paying up to 45, 50% on that as ordinary income. And they'll distribute every quarter, maybe monthly they'll do it, depending on the REIT structure. If you contrast that to a fund, funds, it's not, you're, they're not publicly traded like a REIT. A REIT is put on, you can buy them on a stock market. You can buy them. Uh, it's like buying a stock, right? For less than 500 bucks, you can buy stock in a REIT and it's backed by real estate, but you're not, not really buying into a real estate project. You're getting a piece of paper that says, I own a stock in a REIT. With a fund, you're actually buying, you're a limited partner in the fund that buys real estate and is the name on the deed of the real estate. Uh, so with a fund though, what's interesting with taxes, we talked about taxes for REITs or ordinary income funds, you get taxed at d- a little bit differently. So the dividends for REITs are taxed at ordinary income, but if you hold the REIT stock for more than a year and a day, you're taxed if you sell it and the gains on that sale, you get taxed at capital gains rates, which is about 20%. Some it's changes, this new tax law has kind of changed a little bit, but that's somewhere around there. A fund, what happens is you're buy, they're buying properties. I'm actually a limited partner in a few funds now, which is kind of fun. My tax returns I get from funds are like almost zero. Like it's, it's showing that I made $0. And I'm like, how is this correct? And this is why Donald Trump, Mitt Romney, Grant Cardone do not disclose their taxes to people because regular investors that are in REITs, I think would be just super pissed off if they've, I'm sorry, mom, if I use that word, super mad if they, uh, if they found out how low of taxes they're paying. Cause what happens in a fund, they buy a property, you're making, you know, rent income, but the, they, with their accrual accounting, they depreciate the property over time. And a fund, typically when you put money into a fund, you're holding it for five to 10 years. They depreciate it every year with accrual accounting. And so your depreciation is typically more than your gains until maybe the final sale. So you end up paying really low taxes, sometimes even zero, sometimes even negative, like, right? You have more losses on your taxes, which you can put in other places, which is really cool to fund. I'm, I'm, you know, whether that's right or wrong, you might say, oh my gosh, you should be paying more. I'm sorry, but that's just the way it is right now. So you can either be mad about it or you can get on the train and do what the wealthy people do in this country right now. And if tax law changes, guess what? The wealthy are just going to change their taxes. Side note, taxes are ways to incentivize money to flow to different places. Taxes aren't, it is income for the government, but they started to use taxes to incentivize people to invest in different things. Back in the 1930s, when they started doing this, they said, Hey, everyone that invests in oil gets a tax benefit because they needed more money to oil. And out of nowhere, people started putting billions of dollars into oil. And like, oh my gosh, this is a way for us to move money around the economy by giving people tax incentives, just like opportunity zones. That's a beautiful tax incentive. Anyways, we're going to get off this topic for a second, but taxes, anyways, go with the flow, follow the rich, right? This is what the rich do. Fun, so that's what funds give you. Funds give you a huge tax incentive. It's probably the biggest pro for funds versus REITs. Funds, you get way better taxes. REITs are getting taxed to ordinary income on the dividends and then capital gains on the sale of your stock. Um, REITs also, it is publicly traded stock. So it is very liquid, which is nice, right? You can put 500 bucks in and pull it right out with a fund. Like I said, you're five to 10 years. You can't pull that money out. It's locked up and they typically want higher amounts, right? 100,000, 250,000 minimum to get into a fund. Some funds, I think Bridgewater, the minimum is a hundred million dollars to get into Bridgewater. Uh, which is just crazy to me. Uh, it's awesome though that they can do that. 
So um, also with REITs, you are buying a stock and that stock can be just like any other stock can be shorted. Um, can the stock price can go up? Not in like it is backed by real estate, but doesn't necessarily go up and down with the real estate market. Um, your value in your fund in a fund model will be proportional to the real estate market. You're you're on real estate properties. A REIT can be a little more volatile on the the stocks because the stock market can have a huge run on the stocks or a huge, you know, sell off, whatever's happening with that restock. That's not exactly happening with the properties. Now it is backed by real estate. So you're not going to have as much volatility, you know, volatility versus like Facebook stock or Apple stock or some other type of commodity that you're buying and selling. But that's what happens in a REIT. Um, Versus a fund, a fund, you're just buying into a limited partnership. You have your general partner, limited partnership, limited partnership, you're a limited partner into that and you can hold for that amount of time. So anyways, this is a quick episode, but I wanted to run through the pros and cons of a REIT. So I'm going to recap really quick. REITs have to distribute 90% of income and it's taxed as ordinary income, the dividends. Um, REITs also distribute usually monthly or quarterly, which is nice. You get a check. REITs are like buying a stock. You can go buy them. They're publicly traded, very liquid. You can buy and sell that stock. Um, but those stocks can go up and down a fund. You're going to get usually higher investment amount, longer hold period. So less liquid five to maybe 10 years. Um, it's not traded like a stock, but your taxes are, can sometimes almost be zero or, or even negative, give you more depreciation than what you're making with you still making a lot of money. And last thing I'll say REIT versus a fund. The fund I was at, I told you at the beginning, I was working in a fund. It was very actively managed. Uh, lots of, and it depends on the fund or the REIT, but lots of REITs are, you know, it's a dozen people out of New York who are just buying properties or pieces of properties all over the country. And they're just hoping that these properties are producing income. They're not on the ground. They don't have boots on the ground, walking through properties, renovating. They're not finding that alpha in the properties. With typical funds, at least the fund I was working at, they had dozens of people on the ground at the property. They were putting in new pools, renovating the clubhouse. They were raising rents. They were moving, they would buy C and B class apartments and moving them to A class apartments. And on the sale of an A class apartment, they were selling them to REITs because REITs just wanted, we just want to check every month to pay our investors. Funds, at least the funds that I've seen, are actively working to upgrade their properties to make them worth a lot more money and the sale at the end. So you end up getting usually, a, a, a you know, that alpha and beta, we talked about this in previous episode, and then the control factor. They can control their properties much better than a REIT can uh, typically. But now, that being said, you got to look at your fund and REIT. Some funds are just a dozen guys that like to buy and sell real estate. Some REITs are very actively managed, right? Um, but you got to just look at how that management is happening with you. This is an actively managed portfolio, you want to see that how active they are on their properties, right? How active are they with real estate? Can they find that alpha piece inside of their properties that, you know, a computer system can't find an indexed, an ETF REIT fund can't find. So hope this helps before you go invest in rich uncles or fundrise or all these other REITs out there. Just remember, um, they do distribute often, but you're buying a piece of paper with a REIT. Uh, it is backed by real estate, but that you're buying a piece of paper, a fund you're buying into a limited partnership, actively managed, um, longer hold, higher investment, but you get way better stock and usually a bigger sell-off at the end of that fund. Year eight, nine, 10 is where you make all your money. 
Um, anyways, hope this guys hope this helped. Shoot me answer or questions or answers, things that you guys have more insights on this. Um, hit me up on Instagram, Bridger underscore Pennington is usually the best way to get a hold of me. Um, but hit me up on LinkedIn, wherever you guys want to find me. Anyways, love y'all. Happy New Year. See ya. Hey guys, wasn't that awesome? Hey, if you want to learn more about funds, how to get going, how to get started, we did something cool. I put together what I call a mini vault and we've recorded a ton of training videos and resources to help you launch a fund. In addition to that, I gave you my favorite pitch deck that I used for a fund previously. I also give you a step-by-step guide of how to go through and launch your fund. Additionally, you once you get into our mini vault group, you are put into our private Facebook group and guess what? I go live in there once a week to answer your questions specifically about the fund and you get to interact with other fund managers from around the country and around the world. So if you're interested, go to www.investmentfundsecrets.com. You can hop in and join the group, join the private members group, get the resources, download the PDFs, and I would love to see you in there. Love you guys. Peace.